I'm going to be talking about letting go of anxiety and worry. I'm going to break down anxiety, I'm going to break down the feeling of um, the emotion of worry, and then I'm going to talk about some ways to let it go. So if this adds value to you while you're watching, be sure to share it. So what is anxiety and what is worry? Okay, if you know the answer, let me know what is anxiety and what is worry. So one of them is happening here in the present. We don't feel adequate or we don't feel capable to handle the challenges of life in the present. So it brings forth a lot of anxiety. And right now, worry is you are so worried as in you're so focused on what might happen in the future that might not be so good that you keep playing the picture of an idea that you came up with and that's what worry is so how do we let go of anxiety and worry well first we have to know what the emotions are and then we got to know that we are not the emotion that is just a energy in motion okay Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Hey, welcome. My name is Edouard Gilles, aka The Holistic Motivator, and today I'm hosting another episode of Ed Talks Daily, brought to you by edtalksdaily.com, where you can find this podcast, listen to it every day uh, for your personal growth and development. Today, I'm going to be talking about letting go of anxiety and worry. I'm going to break down anxiety, I'm going to break down the feeling of um, the emotion of worry, and then I'm going to talk about some ways to let it go. So what are the signs of anxiety? What are the signs of anxiety? Sometimes you might be sitting down, and I like to call it like um, chills. Okay, yes, chills. Do you ever get chills in your body out of nowhere? Do you ever get chills out in your body out of nowhere like you just sitting and then all of a sudden you get chills or a knot in your stomach chills and a knot in your stomach or all of a sudden you start to think oh, let's see. all of a sudden you start to think about everything that might go wrong and everything that might happen that's not gonna be to your benefit okay so worry is fear 
painting mental pictures in your mind. I love I'm, I keep using this over and over because it was it's like it's spot on. Worry worry is fear painting mental pictures in your mind. And if you share if you keep looking at that mental movie for too long, you start to believe that it's true. So the goal is to stop looking at what you're currently thinking. Yesterday, I was talking about a couple of strategies of doing that. One of those strategies was simple. It is just to start the planning process. I discovered that by starting the planning process alone, you have just started a new direction and direction determines destination. Unless you change where you're headed, you're not gonna change where you're gonna end up. So we have to change direction. And I found out a great way to change direction is with a decision which leads forth to a plan. So let's say you're worried about a lot of things that may happen, may not happen, and you don't know what's gonna happen. Well, the best way to deal with that is to plan how to deal with it. So we get anxiety when we feel as if we're not able to stand up to the challenges of life. When we have such peace, it's because we just feel in tune or, oh, everything is going to be okay, right? It's like when you tell somebody to take a chill pill, what you're really telling them is that everything's going to be okay, just relax. When we're anxious, we're worried about what the future is going to bring rather than planning to create the future. So there's one way. We can worry about it or we can plan ourselves to where we want to be. So I choose to plan and I'm hoping you'll choose the same. Choose to plan and not worry. So let's talk about fear. If fear can paint the pictures of the worst, the worst possible thing happening to you, if fear paints that picture, then let's think about the picture that courage will paint. Courage says, look, what you've done before you can do this again, and this time you can do it much better, right? Courage says, look what you've been through. You've been through this before. Not only can you get through this current circumstance, but you'll be able to grow through it much better. That's what courage does. So it's either A, you're driven by fear, or you're pulled forward through courage. And what courage says is, I'm not focusing on everything that may go wrong, but I'm going to find the strength within me to make right in me and also do anything possible so that things can go right. So that's what courage does. So letting go of anxiety and worry is first noticing that you're in it. And then second, encouraging yourself, letting courage lead you. Fear is going to come and say, hey, look at this. You failed at this before. Courage is going to say, yeah, you may have failed, but in spite of, you're going to be able to do this. Now, I'm not just saying this to motivate you. This is reality. Now, courage is that neutral, is that 200, what they, if you look at the chart I posted, the energy chart, it's 200 on that chart. So what that means is it's in between fear. I'm going to find that chart and post it. It's in between fear. Actually, yeah, it's shame, fear. And then something else and then courage. I'm going to bring it up. But anyways, courage is that emotion that allows you to switch from the feeling of fear. 
So that's what it means when somebody gets encouraged, their vibrations start to go up. And as your vibration gets up, you got to start planning. Because when you're encouraged and you start planning, then it feels like you're actually doing something. Not so you can dwell in the planning and not get into action, but that's going to switch the emotion of worry to, oh, I'm actually doing something. And that's going to diminish the anxiety. So the anxiety is, I'm not enough to handle the challenges of life. So you get all these sort of emotions that make you feel out of it. But when you realize that you are enough, everything is actually okay and working for you. And you are organizing your physiology and psychology to be in mentally sound, then anxiety starts to dissipate from your body. But worry, worry is not an emotion that per se just dissipates um, because you have to like actually can see it before you see it. That's what solves worry. It's like to see the end result before you actually get there. That's what's like really eradicates it because you're like, I'm actually going to make this. And you're in your imagination, you don't see anything but your success. You're like, yeah, this happens, but I'm going to make it. That's what courage is about. That's what plans do. That's what faith is all about. And that's what keeps pulling you forward. All right. So these are not just words. They're actually concepts that that's going to pull you. So if you're worried and fear is taking over your mental capacity, then now what's the step? What's the step to do it? Well, plan, plan, plan. Okay. I want you to ask yourself this question. What can I do to prevent pain and achieve pleasure? Right. So what can I do to prevent what I'm worried ab about from happening? And then what can I do to achieve what I actually want? That that basic question, which is the dr driver of our life, pain and pleasure. What can I do to avoid the pain and achieve pleasure? And by that, I mean, whatever it is that you think is going to happen, that fear is painting in your mind. How can I not? go there by doing this that's when you plan the doing this list this is what i must do to work through my issue and okay you're like where do i start well we're gonna start from a point of i like to call this a reset point you know how your computer has an automatic reset or a um restore back to feature and what that feature is about is you can restore your computer back to a point where it was operating at its best. And when you do that re restoration, it gets right back to that. So let's say you're worried about your finances. I'm sure at some point you had that under order. All you got to do is go back to the first, the best spot where you handled that challenge, which there's a chance that there is a point in your life where you handled it well. Now, we're not going to stay at that spot because that spot might not be in accordance to your growth. So for worry is go back to the first spot where you actually went through the same, a similar challenge and you overcame it doing one, two, three. What are those one, two, three steps that you did when you went back to that first spot? Take those one, two, three steps. This is what I did. And then now you're going to say, how can I replicate this now for momentum? And then you start your list with a restore point. So a point where you got it figured out, whether it's your finance, whether it's weight, whether it's food, 
we all have a restoration point, a go back to restore the, um, this time and space. So if you wanted to lose weight, you've lost it before. If you wanted to, you changed it before, you got that habit. So what did you do? So instead of worrying about, think about when did I handle that? So what is that going to do for you? Well, first of all, you're going to have a self-testimony, which means you're going to see an, an example where you actually had the same circumstance or similar and you overcame it. That's going to give you that self-motivation to now eventually take the action steps necessary. So when you get back to that point of restoration, write all your points. How did you do it? And then now you're going to build from there. Now you're going to say, how can I do it better? Okay, how can I do it better? And what is that going to do for you? How can I do it better? It's going to help you build up from the point of restoration. So my computer right now is updated. But if I restored it back to a point where it's better because it has a virus now, it might be backdated, which means it's not updated. I need to update it now. So the plan that worked before needs update. All we went back there is so that we can get rid of the viruses, the viruses. Okay, so there are viruses in our lives, bad habits, bad ways of being new people that bring energy, spaces, all types of bad viruses and then real viruses in the real world. So we're dealing with a lot. Okay, so we have to then reset and then use that as a basis. And then now we download new applications. That's when we start working on an update. Update is learning, learning for new application. You update the computer so now you can download new apps so you could do new things so it can be more useful to you. Now you're like, okay, this is really practical. Now, what do I do at this point? Learn, apply. You're listening here. Some of you are going to take this and you're going to remember pieces of it that got you motivated. However, I would recommend that you don't take this and take the, remember the pieces that got you motivated, but take it and literally get a, get a piece of paper, get a journal, and start writing this stuff down. So I'm going to go through the questions again so now you can actually get what I'm talking about. So if you're just tuning in, I'm talking about how to let go anxiety and worry. Anxiety meaning that you feel as if there's something that causes you to not be able to handle something currently in your life. So it's bringing up bats in your stomach worry is when you let fear take over your mental um capacity and murray paints these pictures of fear it's like a horror movie that is not necessarily happening but you're making it up in the mind so that's what worry does so how do we let go of worry and that and, and let anxiety dissipate well first we must start by making a decision a decision that we can overcome because we have overcame before. That's our little mini motivational speech. And then that gets us back to a restoration point where we actually did something meaningful to get out of a situation. We take that and we list those into components. What did I do before to get out of this situation? What did I do to avoid pain to achieve pleasure? This is what I did. Boom. And then now you says, how can I do it better? When you say, how can I do it better? Then you say, okay, what do I need to do so I can do it better? I need to learn and I need to apply. 
What did I do before? How can I do it better? Now, what do I need to learn so I can apply? Okay. I'm back. I'm back. What did I do before? How can I do it better? And what can I learn so I can apply? And once you learn it, you apply it. Four steps. Now, what does that do and how does it necessarily, at a psychological level, get you out of the emotion of worry? Well, here's what it does. Here's what it does. Your frontal lobe, your conscious mind, your logical brain, it wants to organize things. That's why when you're worried, logic, sometimes logic can get you out of a worry faster than emotion will. Logic can get you out of worry faster than emotion will. So which means you can get pumped up, but that doesn't mean it's going to stop you from worrying. But if you start to literally plan out of it logically, then worry dissipates because you're going to get the results that you want. And now you're no longer making them the results that may happen, that can happen, and, and all of a sudden. Okay? So I hope that sticks with you. So a quick review is you want to see how do you feel when you're sitting down? How do you feel when you're sitting down? So if you're an entrepreneur or you, you just work at home or you work every day or right now you're just quarantining, how are you sitting? How are you sitting? Now, I ask you this question because this is the question I ask and see in myself all the time, right? When I had good friends around me that would pick me up when I'm down like this, like, Ed, get your chest up, right? And that's beautiful. But when you don't have a friend to do this, say, get your chest up, you got to do it yourself. In fact, you shouldn't need a friend to tell you to do that. You should be the one doing that, right? So your posture is, determines your structure. The structure determines your, the function, and the function determines the quality of your life. So if your posture is off, the structure of your body is misaligned, the function of your organs gets out of whack, and now you're not functioning properly. You're getting lethargic. You're getting anxious. And that's what's happening. So we got to reverse engineer that. So I said logic will get you out of worry faster than an emotion will. Yes, you have to plan, you have to learn, and you got to apply. Okay? So I remember when I did a whole lot of planning, a whole lot of learning, and no applying. So a whole lot of planning, a whole lot of learning, and no applying. A whole, okay. All right, yeah, I get the point, right? The point is, don't just learn, and don't just plan, apply as fast as those happen. Here's why. The coin term for it, I heard it from Jim, is the law of diminishing intent. So you intend to do it in the beginning. You intend to do this. You intend to go lose weight. You intend to go for the walk. You intend to juice. You intend to attend the Qigong class. You intend to do those things. But as your intention gets less fuel of inspiration, it diminishes. So this is called the law of diminishing intent. So you intend to do it, you intend to do it, and you don't do it, so the intent diminishes. As the intent diminishes, the likelihood of you doing it doesn't occur. The thing about intention is also the time allocated for the intention to be applied. So there's also another rule or another law that says 
things get completed in the time allowed it for it. So we all had college, we went to college, went to high school, and if we had an exam in four weeks, we wouldn't study the first day, we would study the last week. And we intended to do it the first day. We was like, you know what, I'm not gonna repeat the same cycle this time. I'm actually gonna do my assignment the first day. You're like, I'm really gonna do it. And then it doesn't happen. The intent, intention diminishes, diminishes, diminishes. The law of diminishing intent cause leads to procrastination. Procrastination is a loop you do not want to get into because it's, it's draining. You're already too drained to get drained by procrastination. So get in action. You're already too affected by all the stresses to be stressed by your own mind by your own mental judge and jury saying you said you was gonna but you said you was gonna do this by but you didn't hold your you don't want to be in burden to yourself when there's so many other things affecting you all sources you got the government you got everything working all of these things so we have to find that power and to empower ourselves we must start to act so let this be a call to action for you. Say, I'm going to act. You know what? I know I needed to do this and I've been procrastinating, but I'm going to stop now. I'm going to act. I'm going to make the decision to change my life. You have to make that decision. Okay. So there are things in my life where I acted on some things, but I didn't act on the other. So we have different parts of our lives where we act on and in other parts where we don't act in. One of them is there's something that drives us with one part and another one that's where we lack. And what happens with most of us is we keep we make the driver the thing that makes us feel good about not doing the other thing. All right now, let's face this fact head on, not to feel bad, but to really work through this here. So what do I mean by that? Your strengths, let that motivate you. But do allow to do allow yourself to see the things that's pulling you back from achieving, from using your strength to its best capability, right? So one thing I discovered that was holding me back was being fogged up in the mind. And what I realized that I was doing to get fogged up was I was eating too much sugar. So I, I, I discovered that I couldn't eat sugar because... If I keep eating all of this sugar, it's gonna really affect me. Although I'm, I have six pack and I run, and it mitigates the effects, I burn it. It's not about how I look, it's about how I feel. It's about the energy level, and it's about how I'm treating my body. So I made a switch in my mind that, hey, I, I like sugar, but how about now I switch from white sugar to honey? Or I didn't, I switched from white to brown already. I'm talking about this was like a couple of years ago, two years ago. And I was like, from brown sugar to honey. And I was like, okay, that's a good change. Then like, how about I don't eat any of those things anymore? Like, how about I take those out? How about I replace those with fruits? And then when I started to make those conscious decisions, I felt better. I found a better solution. So if we're worried and anxious, there's a chance that the decisions we're making is causing direct worry and anxiety literally in a physical standpoint 
So you might be like, what would sugar do in affecting my worry and anxiety? Well, where does worry happen in the gut? The gut also has to do when you feel bloated, when you're worried, when you're in fear, when there's worry, excitement. The gut is like your second brain telling you so much information. And then guess what? 98% of all the serotonin, fun fact, in your body, if not 95, is produced in your gut. So you're like, what? I never knew that. That's that high amount of number. So what do they give you for depression when you go to a uh, not a psychotherapist but the ones that that pre prescribe it they give you something like prozac or something along the lines of giving allowing you to secrete serotonin so what does that mean that means hmm if what i put in my belly is directly affecting my mental health maybe i will have less anxiety if i change my diet or if i detox you have most people have about 10 pounds of undigested food and they have 10 pounds of waste in their colon. So how do you now do, what do you do? If you backed up, if you're literally full of, so now you got to detox. You're like, what's a detox I can do? Well, here's a strategy. There's a detox that you can easily do to detoxify your entire body, right? And all you got to do is juice. First, you start by replacing one, uh, one meal, and then you go replace two meals, and then you do all juice progressively. You start with one meal, you, you juice beets, celery, ginger, turmeric, and carrots. So you can start by replacing breakfast. And you do a 16-hour fast the day before up until the next day, that's gonna be able to help you clear out. So let's say you ate at 8 p.m. You don't eat. You don't eat again up until eight to eight is 12. Then four more hours. That's about 11 or 12. Now, in the morning you could have had a juice. So you replace your breakfast with that juice, and then you don't eat till lunch. You do an intermittent fast for the next about three weeks as you keep replacing your meals with juices. That detox. Is going to detoxify your gut and it's going to clear out a lot of the toxins a lot of the feces that's that's backed up in your colon and the undigested food all of that will get out so now as you do that you also allow your body to rest your organs say thank you now you start to better clear up your mind you're gonna feel much better now you can clearly think and focus so you could plan because I say, okay, if you're worried about it, think of ideas to do something about it. But what if my mind is so fogged up, so clogged up that I can't even think right, right? I can't even think right. So I, what do I need to do? Well, now you need to find peace or what I like to say, release peace by doing certain things that's going to help you think right. Now, that's what I teach. I teach it every weekend. I teach it sometimes on the videos I post, I teach you how to clear your mind, how to clear your body of the tension and stress, how to detoxify and clean your gut so your mind can be clear. So that way you can reverse those emotions and get into action. Once you make those changes, those are the things that's blocking you from achieving your potential. So some of you, you even got the learning, you got the information, 
you got it down but the thing is the application is not happening because you don't have the energy to apply it and how do you get the energy it has to do with a lifestyle change your holistic lifestyle is what's going to help you evolve so once you start to adopt a holistic lifestyle that means doing certain things like drinking your tea like i put citronella or some people know it as lemongrass um i put um black dragon black dragon tea and what else did i put i put the uh i forgot the name but anyways these tea help clear my mind so by drinking a teacup get yourself a teapot go to my website the holistic motivator.shop and get yourself a mug get yourself a teapot and then just tea tea it up that's part of your holistic lifestyle now holistic just means looking at all the different components of your life and having them work in together to make sound and hope it it's not it doesn't have to do with any sort of practice any sort of belief any sort of religion it just means we're making all different parts of your life converging them having them all working soundly for your growth so that's what the word holistic is all right so it means using all the fruits and vegetables of nature to make yourself sound holistic medicine that's what holistic is about a holistic paradigm is saying listen i don't need to get just just the money but I, i need to get the health i don't need to just have like the status but i need to have deep relationship that's what the holistic lifestyle is about and then there are the practices in it and these are the just the things you do to curate your peace that's what i mean by that 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 practices what do you do to curate your peace like i go sit outside that's curating peace i go for a walk a run for me is peaceful i feel like i'm in a movie i mean i enjoy it so much what do you do to curate your peace so here's the thing you're going to learn as you go along the way like i can show you something that's peace curating and you take that you're like thank you so much you know what what do i need to invest so that you can teach me it you're like okay i'm going to do it i'm going to learn it i'm going to put that in my belt you learn about decluttering with frank shway you see yeah, there's a separator right here that's coming to me now because the bed is on the other side and this is my workspace and also my video space so when i'm sleeping i feel like i'm sleeping when i'm working i feel like i'm working so you like ooh that's a tool boom let me work on that let me work on clear clutter clutter clearing a book i'm reading is clutter clear, clear your clutter with frank shway and you're like oh let me learn about that so you get all these tools holistic tools and holistic practices and then you start to use them to curate your peace so now you can act and think clearly when something is worrying you when something is causing anxiety to go up okay so it starts with that self awareness so throughout my life i found different things i started off as an athlete that's really got me that got me all into those all of those, into those things this is the book by the way that's what got me into those things was being an athlete i played 7 sports and by the time i graduated scholar athlete of the year um mvp mvp so not bragging just showing you guys my history and why I got into health and wellness. So my life just sort of kind of led me into fitness because I was already running 
playing basketball, bowling, swimming, wrestling, volleyball, cross country. And then I was just doing everything I can. Plus, but I was like also the athlete scholar. So I was also in school, I was techie. So, and I love making videos. So, and I was in business. So I used all, all of those skill sets. I, I just said, okay, here's what happened. First, I love sports. Then sports changed my life, give me a lot of structure on how to organize and be motivated and wake up on time and be on the track and grind when nobody else is grinding, right? So that gave me a lot of that background information and what it took to really be, um, to really like seek to do, to chase a goal and have a dream. So when I went to college, I was like, now that I'm in college, I'm grown up now. I need to use this as a way of impacting people. So I was like, maybe I should just become a fitness coach because I'm already like an athlete. So I became a personal trainer. I started a mobile personal training business and I started to help people work out at the beach, at the pool, in their park, at their home. And then I would do all these tic-tac-toe workouts, volleyball workouts. So I learned sports. So I had everybody play sports to lose weight. So it was really fun. That's how they lost weight. Throughout that, I had the troubles of building a business, of working through it and staying true. So I had challenges. So I, I endured multiple setbacks, like losing my townhouse, losing the car, um, being homeless. And that gave me the fire to understand what it really took to grow. And then throughout, throughout that time, I was depressed. I, I experienced anxiety and I experienced a lot of worry. And I was severely isolated and I just didn't really talk to anybody. So an outlet was expressing myself through videos. As hard to express myself, I started to learn more. And then all the groundworks that happened in ele from elementary on started to kick in. I realized, oh, this is why I was entrepreneur. This is why I was writing. This is why I was reading these books when I was a kid. And then it all came back. And then suddenly I built off of those things. So here's what drove me out of every tough circumstance. I just had to remember at some point I went through a challenge and I overcame it. And then athlete, you get those little challenges. Like when I didn't make the team freshman year and coach was like, you the short Haitian guy, chicken legs. And I'm like, I'm going to show you coach. So I practice every day on the court and everybody who knows me knows he's the basketball guy or they know he's the track guy because I put in the work and I use that every time I started worrying or I started being anxious, I was like, I can do it. So that's what kept motivating me even when I was running my business and things were going wrong. I kept being pulled by the mission, by, and I had a faith, and then God kept me going. So I'm here to say to you that you're gonna experience certain things, but those things are just redirecting and also teaching you how to achieve a holistic lifestyle so you don't just get the thing you wanted, but you get the life experience you deserve. And that's a life experience where you feel happy when you're in tune, when you're in your relationships, are working when you, when you're able to sit and enjoy what's happening and you're not able you when every time you sit you're not sitting in pain and then suffering but you're sitting in bliss right so that's why I do what I do every day that's why I host the qigong class that's why I bring out these things to you is because at some point when I was so depressed and that's when I stopped training I started learning I stopped having clients and I start learning how to grow. So I spent my time finding the teachers, reading the books and growing as much as I can intensively. 
because that's all I had to do, right? So imagine if you live in your car and you don't have somewhere to go back to, guess what you do? You go to Barnes and Nobles. Well, some people could go and went somewhere else or I'd go to the park and I'd be working out. I'd be meeting people. I'd be going to races. I'd be going to Starbucks and meeting the CEO. I met millionaires and I met all types of people and they just, I got able to talk to them. I was like interviewing them. I'm like, wow, okay. So nobody even knew. So I'm running a business. I'm interviewing people. They're teaching me. I'm finding mentors. It's so cool. But you're thinking you should be worried crazy. I mean, going to sleep, you might get shot because <laughs> you're in your car. You should be worried. But it was exciting. Like, you're like, how do you go through that and be excited, but not, you, you worried from time to time, but how come the entire journey at his home was excited? Well, there was something pulling me through. And now that I am who I am today, I realized this was it. I had to go through A, B, C, D, E, F, G, so I can teach you the J, K, L, M, N, O, P. And all that mean is I went through some experiences and then now God bless me with the gift of sharing them back to you. And then now you can say, oh, I can see that. I understand that. I feel that. That resonates with me. And you take that and you work with that. So I realized that the struggle was a building block. So some of you are worried about what you're currently facing. But the truth is it's building you, right? It's making you stronger. Being 25 and experiencing those things, I now realize that Every fear that we have is just, it shouldn't, it's, what's the point of it? Here's what I realized. At night, at 20, when this was happening, I found out the worst that can happen early on. It was the best thing ever. Some of you would be like, what? It was the best thing ever. Because I found out that the worst thing that can happen if you chase your dream, here's the worst thing that can happen. You, your credit can go down. You can lose a house, you can lose your car, you can make no money. If you don't have a family, as in an immediate, like kids and a wife, or a kid and a husband, then all you gotta do is take care of yourself. So everything can go wrong, but you'll still be alive, and you can still figure out how to survive, and then you can still recreate yourself and get back on. When I found that out, I found out the most powerful thing you like you have to learn is that you can overcome it and you could rebuild yourself and then as i kept doing that i found the secret so i was like so why should be why should i be scared god will provide then here's what i realized and i'm going to tell you the truth there were times where i didn't make any money when i was running my business and i was homeless and at the same time guess what guess what i always got fed I never went a day without eating. Can, can you believe that? I always found a way to eat. I always made money somehow. I always had something to take care of. I was always, I had a, I had a how did I always have gas, <laughs> right? So even when you think you take a step back, now mind you, I was making money. I just wasn't making enough money. And I also had a credit shot, so I couldn't get a place anymore. So it was tough. So I was like, you know what? I don't need anybody. I'm just going to do it by myself. I said, I don't need anybody. I'm just going to do it by myself. And it was the biggest mistake that I made. And I realized it was that point when I said, I don't need no help. And that got me in that loop of never asking for it. And hence why I stayed in it for a year. But that 
helped me grow, right? So thinking like that, I was like, yo, God always provides. Why are you worried? Why are you worried of how you are going to live tomorrow when God has always provided a roof for you, something for you to eat and something for you to wear and people around you that care about you? Maybe they might not show it, but God has always provided. So letting go of anxiety and worry does not just have to be, you can't feel yourself out of anxiety and worry. It's not just you have to logically th plan out of it. It's just that another one is you have to have complete faith. And faith is the substance of things believe but yet not even seen it's something of things not seen before if you see something before it even happens in a good way worry is seeing the worst before it happens but it might even not happen so worry is an illusion faith is the true solution right they say faith is an illusion these people believe in this they're 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 crazy they're no worry is the illusion because Worry is making the false pictures of defeat. You've defeated yourself before you got started. Come on now. You don't want to defeat yourself before you got started. You don't want to like break your leg before you start running the race. You, you are able to run through this. All right. So I, when I woke up in the morning, I was mostly inspired, man. I was so driven. It was the most important part of my life. I would not trade that one year for anything. If it like some people say, you're you're wise as, at 25. I'm like, thank God for my demise. <laughs> right? You're wise at 25. Thank God for your demise. Because your demise made you wise. The things that went wrong are making your character right. So I noticed certain things about me but that makes me thrive to be better and like making that a goal makes me a lot better than somebody who didn't notice that bad thing about themselves and they went their whole life thinking I'm good but they never worked on it so some of you like I notice things about me that I don't like well great you actually ahead of that's good because now you can consciously create who you want to be when you're unconscious about yourself then you could be a big burden and you don't even know. So now, how do you alleviate the burden? You got to see it. You got to see that you're carrying all of this. You got to notice you. I'm carrying a bunch of bags of anxiety and I need to drop it. Let it go. Let go and let God. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.